daughter fired up excited this morning about what god is doing what he's saying and we're just so glad this morning to be with you this morning at 6 a.m on thursday morning august the 6th amen and we give god praise we give god glory this morning 2020 for all of you this morning thinking it not robert was joining us this morning and we thank god for you this morning amen and amen we give him all the praise, all the glory. Thank him for our prayer warriors. Thank him for our intercessors out there. Thank him for our watchmen and women. Thank him this morning for the overcomers this morning. We thank God for each and every one of you this morning. And we just give him praise for that this morning. Amen and amen. Very excited about this day, a day that the Lord has made. Come to rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. Got something to rejoice about. Breathing, moving. Got my being in my right mind. Clothes in my right mind. Still got my voice. I still be shouted the victory this morning. Still can declare, still can call on the name of Jesus. I'm not by myself. Amen. And nothing, I'm telling you, man, nothing too hard for our God this morning. So we give him praise. We thank him for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who paid the price, who died on the cross. Amen. Who forgiven us of all our sins and washed us of offense of all our unrighteousness. All of our unrighteousness is gone this morning. So we stand purified, sanctified, consecrated, separated. Meet for the master use this morning. Amen. We crucify flesh this morning. We put everything under us this morning. Don't mind being counted as a sheep for the slaughter this morning that our God may be glorified. And so we glorify and magnify and we let him know this morning. We make known to him our adoration and love for him this day. Amen. For all that he's done is doing and promised to do. So we give him the praise. We give him the glory this morning. Amen and amen. All right. I come to declare the victory this morning. So we thank God this morning. Let's sign, sign in this morning and get busy. Not going to be before you long today. Going to share a few things with you this morning. Just feel the spirit of prayer on me this morning. Feel an anointing to pray this morning. An uh, awesome time last night as we prayed in our weekly corporate prayer. And uh, got up early this morning and the Lord just began to speak to me about uh, letting the people know that your victory is on the way. I guess he was dealing with me because I felt victorious when he was telling me that. But it's like he was speaking to me in the spirit, and I saw multiple faces and then didn't make out by name who they were. But he said they will be on this call this morning. They'll be out there listening this morning to see what creating a prayer culture for God got to say this morning. And he said, let them know, amen, if they don't want to step into victory right now and fight from the position of victory, just let them know their victory is on the way. There's coming a manifestation of your victory right now. And so I don't know who you are out there who's going to benefit from that. But God said, your victory is on the way. And for those of you who got the faith that's now faith, right now, things you've been hoping for, he said, the victory is yours right now. Amen. You can, you have the victory. Receive the victory this morning. I don't care what it is, financial. Don't care what it is, sickness, disease. Don't care what it is, family issue, relationship problem, job problem, waiting on stimulus money, whatever the case might be, God say you have the victory. In other words, he's saying, I'm lightening you this morning in the Holy Ghost to go ahead and declare your victory this morning. If you don't declare it, it will not come to pass. You, I'm declaring my victory. I'm declaring the victory over my household, my family, my wife, my children, my grandchildren, and I'm here to tell you this morning, go ahead on. God release you this morning. The anointing to declare the victory this morning. Whatever my God that's associated with you, related to you, connected to you, whatever's on your dream sheet, your wish list this morning, your prayer list this morning, come on your playlist this morning. God declare the victory child of God over it this morning in Jesus' name. Come on, no more begging. Come on, no more woe me, pop, pop, pop. He said declare, find you some boldness 
this this morning, find you some spiritual guts and testing this morning and cry out of the depth of your spirit this morning that the victory is mine over my family, over my children. Come on, somebody. Yes. 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 Thank you for victory. Thank you. Have the victory, so you should have joy about that. Nothing yes, that in this 
world can take your victory from you. God gave you that victory. God gave you that victory. Yes, you own this line this morning, and you are a certified You have the victory. I don't care what happens. I don't care how much money they take off your stimulus check. I don't care what don't come in the mail. God said you still have the victory. As long as he's on the throne, you still have the victory this morning. Don't you
They're talking about the conditions in the in the in the in the people of color communities, uh, the substandard living conditions, the poverty, and all that is adding to this. Uh, saying we're more susceptible to these diseases and these viruses and these things. And so, you know, we know it's a pandemic right now. We know that the virus is spreading right now. We know all of that. Amen. But we 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 just want to pray uh, that you know against that attack right now on our health. Amen. We want God's people this morning to know that, you know, God is a healer. He is a deliverer. You know, he's a victorious God over all of these things this morning. And so we're not backing away because there's there's, there's diseases out there. We know that if we hearken to the voice of the Lord and do everything that God told us to do, that we won't have to worry about these diseases. The problem is not the diseases. The problem is how people are living their life. They're not trusting God. They're not depending on God. Because I believe that there's not enough words being taught to the people how to overcome these things. Because that's how that's how we overcome them. I've had two diagnoses for cancer. I've had diagnoses for other things. But I'm living today and declaring the victory, amen, over them because God has given me the victory. He said, I sent my word to heal you and to give you, you know, that victory. Amen. The, the, the book of Psalms, chapter 107, verse number 20, he said, I sent my word to heal you and to rescue you from destruction. He also told me in the book of Psalms, chapter 118, you know, verse 17, he said, look, you're not going to die. You're going to live so you can declare the works of the Lord. And I'm thinking about Paul who prayed to God three times that God would heal his body. And the Lord told him, no, Paul that my grace is sufficient for you. And so God's grace is able to keep people even right now with all this pandemic, all this stuff going on. His grace is sufficient. And Paul said, I would rather glory in my infirmities that your grace might appear upon me. And so I understand right now why I'm able to do what I'm doing even after a diagnosis. Getting ready to go to the doctor this morning, have my port flush, but I'm going in victory. I'm going in victory. I'm going in victory. I'm going in victory. And so, amen, we're not sidetracked because of sickness and disease and infirmity. We hit, we meet these things head on. We deal with these things. We don't blame God. We don't tempt God with them. But we have dominion over these things. Amen. We have the victory over them. Amen. They must bow. They must succumb to, to, to what we declare this morning by faith. And we declare healing. We declare deliverance. We declare victory over these things in Jesus' name. Amen. And so I want to begin this morning by giving you a script out of the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 57, the King James Bible. Uh, it says this, But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. He is our healer. He is Jehovah Rapha, our healer. And that's how the victory comes. He's the one, according to the book of Galatians, chapter 3, verse 13, the King James Bible, that hung on the tree and became sin for us. He was cursed for us. He became cursed for us that we don't have to give in to the curse of sickness. Amen. You know, he became that curse for us by whose stripes we're already healed. We've been redeemed from the curse of the law. Every sickness, every disease in the Bible is a curse of the law. Some law was violated and therefore we ended up sick. Some law against our health was violated. Some law against our finances get violated. And we suffer in those areas. I don't blame God for my sickness. I don't blame the devil for my cancer. I blame the curse of the law. I was ignorant. I was doing things and putting things in my body that I wasn't aware of. I broke the law. I broke those health laws. And I don't blame nobody for that but me. Thank God for the victory that he's given me through Jesus Christ, my healer. And therefore, I've been redeemed from the curse of the law. Cancer is the curse of the law. Diabetes is the curse of the law. Any infirmity, any disease, any virus, this pandemic, it's the curse of the law. There have been some violations. 
and we're paying the price right now. God said, I have an indictment on you, America, on you, world, because you have denied my people the knowledge and the wisdom about how to solve these problems. It only comes to the, from the creator who made all of this. You know, he has the answer to all these laws that we have violated. One thing to violate man's law, but it's another thing to violate God's law because there are consequences. And that's why there's an indictment right now, because we're trying to use the wisdom of the president who don't have no clue what's going on and other leaders. We're trying to force them and make them come up with some kind of plan that they are not able to do. They're clueless right now because this is above them. They don't have no idea. But God has the answer. And he's already given us the victory through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Why? Because he's the healer. Jesus is our healer. He is the word of God, incarnated, made flesh. He is our healer. And he said, Moses, tell the people in the book of Exodus, chapter 15, verse 26. He said, tell the people that I will heal all of their diseases. I will forget all of their sins. You know, I'll make every bit of experience sweet. That's the victory that we have in him. And he said, which giveth us the victory to our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable. We can't back off of this. Always abounding. We're moving forward in the work of the Lord. Whether I got a diagnosis, cancer, diabetes, as long as I got breath in my body, I'm going to advance the kingdom agenda of God. I'm going to tell somebody that God is a healer. For as much as ye know that uh, your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Come on and be encouraged. Draw strength from that. My God, our labor is not in vain. You know, we're co laboring with the Lord. We're working with Him that others might be healed. You know, we got a testimony now. The word of our testimony is that we have the victory over these things, these sickness, the diseases, these infirmities, you know. And he goes on to say right here, you know, let the joy of the Lord be your strength. I'm thinking about Nehemiah. I'm pretty sure when Nehemiah was, 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 was put in that dungeon and all those people were out there looking for a word from Nehemiah because he was a prophet that used to prophesy to the people that they were trying to build the wall and repair the, the damage that had been done. I'm pretty sure that there was some sick folks in that crowd. I'm pretty sure that they depended on that word that came out of that prophet's mouth. And I'm pretty sure that the people who arrested him and put him in that dungeon got sick and tired of hearing him talk about how good God is. Sick and tired of telling the people. You know, how to praise God, how to worship God. Some of you probably sick and tired of hearing me run my mouth right now. But I'm going to keep telling it on the mountaintop, the valley low, and everywhere I go. And he goes on to say right here, this is in the book of Nehemiah, chapter 8, verses 8 to 11, the King James Bible. It says, so then, read in the book, in the law of God, distinctly. Be clear about that. The word is what sent to heal us. It's so shall it be that goes forth out of God's mouth is not going to come back void. Distinctly understand, it is not going to come back void. If it's the word of healing, it's going to heal whatever it's sent to. He said, I sent my word to heal your disease and rescue you from destruction. <clears throat> that is a distinct statement. It comes from the law of God. Sickness cannot handle that statement. You know, and he goes on to say, and gave the sense of the word. We're given the sense. It brings victory. That's the sense of the word. It makes sense that God has given us word to give us the victory. And cause them to understand the reading. Don't glance over it. Read it as though it's a victory in it for you. And Nehemiah, which is Theronimus and Ezra, the priests and the scribes and the Levites, that taught the people, said unto all the people, this is 
universal for everybody. You know, look at these prophets. Look at these teachers. Look at these priests, what they're saying. I don't know where the voice of the people are today that's supposed to tell the word. I know what we're doing on this call. I know what we're doing when we get a chance. But I don't know where the rest of the clergy is at out there. I don't know what they're talking about. It says, this day is holy unto the Lord your God. We declare it today. Mourn not. Your mourning is over and your victory has come. He says, no, weep for all the people well doing it today. When they heard the word of the law, well, let your tears transfer now from being tears of mourning and weeping and disgust and woe. Let them be tears of joy from this day forward. <clears throat> then he said unto them, go your way, eat the fat and drink the sweet and send portions unto them for whom nothing is prepared. There's some people out there right now don't have food. We do what we can do to support that because we're excited about what God has given us and we're willing to share it. We're happy. We're excited. We're glad about it. And we got something to share. It might not be much, but we're glad about it. Why? Because we're much is given, much is required. He said, but this day is holy unto the Lord. What day, Lord? When you focus on somebody other than yourself. If I got something to eat, that means somebody who don't have something to eat, have something to eat. Be excited about that. That if you wanted to give, you got something to give, something to share. You know, and he said, look here, unto the Lord our God, he said, you know, and send portions of it to them that have nothing is prepared. But this day is holy unto the Lord. Neither be ye sorry. For the joy of the Lord is your strength. There it is. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Not the food you put in your belly, not all that other material stuff, but the joy of the Lord. Because you know where your help comes from. You know who the victory, who won the victory for you. <clears throat> so be excited about that. He said, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. That kind of joy that Jeremiah talked about. Like fire set up in my bone. World didn't give it to you. The world shouldn't take it away just because we got a pandemic right now. He said, so the Levites, Steal all the people, saying, hold your peace, for the day is holy, neither be ye grieved. This day is still holy and sanctified and consecrated unto the Lord. This is a day still that the Lord has made. And we still have to rejoice and be glad in it. So steal yourself right now. Don't be no busybody right now. Don't be full of worration right now. Be at peace right now. Stand still, unmoved. Just like he said up there in the book, in the first book of First Corinthians, chapter fifteen, verse fifty-seven. You know, you know, be be steadfast about it, unmoved, always abounding in the work of the Lord. But as much as we know, you know, that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. You know, let the joy of the Lord be your strength going forward. Get excited. You know, the book of Matthew, chapter four, chapter five, verse four. King James Bible says this: "Blessed are they that mourn." But they shall be confident. Look at what God's saying. I see the morning. I hear the crying. I hear the woes. Remember, when my people cried out in Egypt, I heard their cry when Moses came and sought me and prayed to me. I heard their complaining. I heard their big one. I heard their woman. And I dealt with the individual that was causing it. He's dealing with some people that's causing some of this stuff right now. He already dealt with Satan, who's a big corporate. But he's dealing with some people right now whose heart has waxed cold. And we're seeing the hand of God. We see God moving right now. We see man being clueless right now to solve this problem. 
Pharaoh couldn't do nothing with God. Pharaoh couldn't do nothing with God's people. He tried, but eventually he had to acknowledge. I'm telling you right now, those out there right now, he said when, when the righteous are in charge, the people are happy, they're excited, they're rejoicing. But when the wicked are in charge, they're tormented. And the wicked is on notice and alert right now. Is that God's got his eyes on you. That's why there's an indictment. That's why there's halt against you right now. That's why you can't do anything right right now. That's why you're dealing with rejection right now. Every time you try to move forward, God exposes you. Because he's trying to let you know until you turn your heart back toward me. You know, there will be no joy in what you're doing. It'll only be torment. Amen. So he said, blessed are they that mourn. There was a blessing in mourning. But God will give you garments of praise for your mourning, for your heaviness. You know, you got to put it on. You got to let the joy of the Lord be your strength. Let it be a blessing to you. He said, but they shall be confident. When you begin to rejoice in your mourning, put that garment of praise on, stand on your feet, and declare his name is great. David said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. You know, you know, you know. He said, many are the afflictions of the right, but God's going to deliver them from them all. You know, and the people saw it and they were glad. You know, you make somebody glad around you when you rejoice. And, you know, after the tears comes our victory. So let any and all your tears be tears of joy because God is on the move and in a mighty way. He hasn't changed concerning his people. Let the joy of the Lord be your strength during this pandemic, in this dark season, in evil days and times and seasons that we're going through right now. I love this in the book of Esther, chapter 9, verse 13 through verse 22, the King James Bible. Now you've got to understand, you know, Mordecai, her uncle, and Esther had favor with the king, but they had this individual named Haman in charge, you know, he was kind of like the president over everybody. You know, the king had given him, you know, rule. Okay, as long as he did what the, what the king told him to do, he was good to go. But he had an evil heart. You know, there are some people out there right now in unrighteous, the wicked, in charge. Same kind of spirit and heart that Haman had. But check out what takes place there. It says, then said Esther, God got to hear what the people of God got to say. We know what yours truly is saying. We know the rhetoric. We hear the lies. We know the deception. We hear it every day at the press briefing. We know what that spirit is saying. We know that's a lying spirit. We know that's a spirit of deception. We know that. We know they'll shoot from the cup. We know they don't have no idea. But we got to be able to have a voice to hear what God is saying. He speaks through his words. He speaks through his prophets, as we learned in the book of Amos, chapter 3, verse 7. And I'm not talking about these folks out here right now calling themselves a self-appointed prophet and all this anointing they say they got. But I'm talking about the real voice of God. I'm talking about the prophetic words that have already been foretold, and we're now repeating it. We're reminding God of it, just like he says in the book of Isaiah, chapter 43, verse 26. Put me in remembrance of what I said, the book of Jeremiah, chapter 1, verse 12. That's the prophetic word God want to hear. That's the word right there, according to the book of Isaiah, chapter 55, verse 11, that's not going to come back void. That's what God want to hear. And I love this. It says, then said Esther, if it please the king. See, sometimes, man, you just got to, you know, you just got to say, okay, not a problem. 
because you know where your trust and confidence is at. And so she tells the king, if it pleases the king, Esther knew something. She'd been taught by Mordecai. She done heard Mordecai praying. She done heard her uncle fasting. She knew he knew who the real king was. She knew that Mordecai did not come to this king for anything. He went and fasted and put ashes on him and, 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 and sackcloth and prayed to his king, the king of kings and lord of lords. And Esther knew this. And so she didn't have no issue with this king. She knew he was just a man. She knew that God holds the heart of the king in his hand. She knew that it was limited what he could do to her. She knew that. She knew that. So she didn't have no issue with him. She, her faith was above him. It was in a different king. It was in the same king of her ancestors, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And look at what she said. If it please the king, let it be granted to the Jews which are in Shisham to do tomorrow also according unto this day's decree. And let Haman's ten sons be hanged upon the gallows. Now you got to understand, them gallows were prepared because Haman had lied to the king about Mordecai and the Jews. And they convinced the king. There's a lot of people right now for personal gain that's been lying to this president and been lying to a lot of other folks in positions, governors and all that. You know, been lying to them. It's all about that personal gain, about that greed. And now it's all coming to light. And here it is right here in this situation, this situation, this plot, this scheme, this conspiracy. It's coming to light what Haman was up to. All this stuff that's going on, I need some folks to rejoice with me. All this stuff that's going on out there right now, it's coming to light. God is bringing it to light because it's been done in darkness. It has deceived his people long enough and it's coming to light. That same spirit that was there in Haman is coming to light right now. It's in the White House. It's in the Senate. It's coming to light. It's in the Congress. It's coming to light. And look at what he says right here, you know. And let Haman's ten sons be hanged upon the gallows that they prepared for the Jews. And the king commanded it to be done. See, when God gives you favor, he gives you favor. And the decree was given at such them. And they hang Haman's ten sons. I don't know what God's going to do for this indictment and this all he got against uh, those in charge right now up in D.C. Amen. He said, but the Jews that were in system gathered themselves together on the 14th day also of the month Adar and slew 300 men at Sushim. But on the, but, it says, but on the prey, they laid not their hands. But the other Jews that were in the king's province gathered themselves together and stood for their lives and had rest from their enemies. I don't know how many people going to have to die before they get the message that God is serious. You better not test God's anointed and do his prophet no harm. Come on, somebody. You might find yourself off the lane in the street somewhere. You know, God is serious about putting your hands on his people. God is serious. He said, that that you do to the least of them, you do also unto me. People are leaving here, man, with hate in their heart. There's some people right now that hate people, you know. And there's some innocent people out there, you know. But to, to me, they're absent from the body and presence of the Lord. For all those, though, that, that, that don't know God, I don't know where they're going to end up at. I'm not, I'm not passing no judgment on them. I'm just simply saying, don't judge God's people. Don't put your hand on the least of them. You got a price to pay. You'll be twice dead. You know. But look at what he's saying right there, man. He says, on the 13th day of the month of Adar and on the 14th day of the same, same rested day and made it a day of feasting. Look at this now. In gladness, this is why we got to be rejoicing right now because God is taking care of our enemies. He's fighting our battle for us. 
But the Jews, God's people, that were at Sushim, assembled themselves together on the 13th day thereof, and on the 14th day thereof, and on the 15th day thereof, and the same they rested and made it a day of feasting and gladness. Come on, y'all. We got to keep showing up every day until God worked this thing out for our good. We know the devil meant it for our bad. We got to keep coming every day with a victorious mindset. Look at, look at what they did. They say, every day they have summoned themselves together. Forsake not this summon of yourself together as a man of some is. As we see the day approaching, that day of change is approaching. We can't stop it. Man can't stop it. You know, God's got it right now. It's in his hands right now, but we just got to keep assembling ourselves together with feasting and gladness, full of joy, because the joy of the Lord is our strength. That's what they did, and it worked for them every day, every day. They were consistent. They were persistent. Came with feasting and gladness, rejoicing, because they knew that God had heard their cry. We got to know that our victory is on the way. And it says the same, and they rested. And made it a day of feasting and gladness. Father, we declare this day a day of rejoicing, for the victory is ours. Therefore, the Jews of the villages and that dwelt in the unwalled town made the 14th day of the month, Adar, a day of gladness and feasting. And a good day, my God, I declare this is the day that the Lord has made. And of sending forces one to another. Amen. You don't get a chance to help somebody today, help them. Be glad about it. And Mordecai wrote these things and sent letters unto all the Jews that were in all the provinces, the king Ahasuerus, both nigh and far. My God, I thank God for these 45 platforms that this word is getting out there to them. People are hearing this, man. Amen, amen. To establish this among them that they should keep the 14th day of the month Adar, and the 15th day of the same yearly as the days were in the Jews rested from their enemies. Come on, there's coming a day of rest from my enemies because God's going to slay each and every one of them. I'm telling you, there's going to be some consistent days. Listen to me what they're saying here. All those days that we suffered, God is going to turn those days around and give them back to us, and they're going to be days of rejoicing and feasting. I know it don't look like it now, but you got to see what God is saying. You know, you sowed in them tears, you're going to reap in joy. You know, he's going to give you double for your trouble, Joe. We're going to pray for our enemies. We're going to pray for those who persecute us. We're going to pray that God's will be done, and look at what God's going to do. He said, look, when Joe prayed for his friend, God turned his captivity away from him, turned it back on them, all the enemies. And gave Joe double for his trouble. Gave him double for what he had before. He's going to do the same thing for some of you right now. Your victory is on the way. Come on, somebody. Come on. And it says, as the days were within, the Jews rested from their enemies. And the month which was turned unto them from sorrow to joy. Y'all better hear it. From sorrow to joy. Your sorrow is getting ready to trap joy. And from mourning into good days. My God, that they should make them days of feasting and joy and of sending portions one to another. Don't get so caught up in it when them blessings start coming. Be a blessing to somebody else. Amen. Be a lender, not a borrower. Be able to help somebody else. Amen. And give to the poor. And give to the poor. Be a blessing to somebody. You know, as we read in the book of Esther, chapter 13, verse 22, the King James Bible, what he's saying is, I bless you to be a blessing. Be a lender, not a borrower. If you can bless somebody, bless them, you know. 
thank God for it. Also in the book of Revelation, chapter 11, verse 10, the King James Bible, listen to what it says. And they that dwell upon the earth shall rejoice over them. Who are we rejoicing over, Lord? All of those who trust God with their confidence in God, all because we're not by ourselves. We have a great cloud of witnesses, man. There's a lot of you on this line. There's a lot of listeners out there, <clears throat> out there right now on these 45 platforms. There's thousands of people out there right now that's on CastBox, on Podbean Live, listening to this. And see what he's saying upon the earth. Shall rejoice over them <clears throat> and make merry and shall send gifts one to another because these two prophets tormented them that dwell on the earth. Now you understand what God is saying. He said these two prophets, those two witnesses, I believe it was, uh, you know, Isaiah, who represented the prophets, and I believe it was Moses who represented the law. So when you're dealing with the prophets of God, what they said and foretold, and you're dealing with the law, which Jesus came and fulfilled, that's what you're up against. And I believe those two witnesses are going to, who are going to be the two witnesses that Revelation talks about, that we're going to hear from them again, we're going to see them again, because they did not die. Elijah was caught up, and Elijah asked him for a portion of that anointing, a double portion, and we don't know whether Moses died. All we know that Moses didn't see the promised land and he went up into the mountain to be with God. All we don't know. But I believe right here this prophetic word is letting us know that those are the two witnesses that represent the prophets and the law that's going to testify against this dark time that we're living in. And we ought to rejoice about that. We ought to be glad over the people. They're going to hear the voice of those witnesses. They're going to hear the voice of that prophet. They're going to speak again. And God is going to take this age that we're living in and turn this thing around and right this wrong and make things, man, like they ought to be. And he's going to use those voices, man. Even now they're speaking to us. Even now we're being blessed by the, the, the prophetic word of Elijah. Even now we're being blessed by what Moses told the people. And so is God with them. So is he going to be with us. Amen. That's how it's going to end right there. And in the book of uh, Psalms, chapter 118, verse 17, the King James Bible, I love this. He says, I shall not die, man of God, but live and declare the works of the Lord. Exactly what we're doing right now. I hope you hear me out there, clergy. This is what we should be doing right now. Yes, I have diagnosis. Some of you have diagnosis. But that does not stop us from declaring the good news. Especially we call ourselves a minister, a pastor, a private, all these titles and names. Let's live up to it. Let's live up to it. Paul did it. Paul did it because God's grace was sufficient for him, you know. Faith to faith. Let me give you these verses here and we're going to close. What God is doing, I believe, for every believer that's on this line right now, that's hearing this right now, here's what I believe God is doing. I believe God is taking us from one level of faith to another level of faith. That's what he taught me. That's what I'm teaching you right now. Be prepared because without faith, we cannot please God. And sometimes we get stuck in one level of faith and we don't want to do anything else. We become complacent. Amen. And that's when fear sets in. And let me tell you something. You will lose every battle you fight if you're in fear. Amen? But faith wins every time. Faith wins every time. Listen to what he said right here in the book of Romans, chapter 1, verse 17 of King James Bible. He says, but therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. You know, the just, those who have been justified. God gave us the victory. We were justified because he gave it to us. And 
And anybody that try to mess with that victory, got to go through him. Can't take it from us. Got to go through him to get it. I'm not releasing my victory. I'm going to fight for the position of victory. I ain't fighting for no victory. I'm fighting for what I already have. Because God wants to take us to another level of faith. Okay? Because without faith, you can't please God. We got to have a level of faith to please God at every level he takes us to. And that's what he's doing. You know, he says, for therein is the righteousness of God revealed. That's how his righteousness is revealed. What are we doing right now during this pandemic? We ought to be rejoicing then the joy of the Lord be our strength. That's how it's going to be revealed. People looking at you, man, saying, oh, my God, they are rejoicing. It's a pandemic going on. Yeah, because we know where our strength comes from. The joy of the Lord is our strength. People draw strength from, from, from people who are drawing strength from God. And we rejoice. We choose to rather rejoice in these, in these times. Then he goes on to say, once once I get you at the level of faith I want you at, then I want to bring some strength in, you know. And we want him, he's going to take us from strength to strength. You know, God is always about that progressive elevation of his people. Look at what he says in the book of Psalms, chapter 84, verse 7, the King James Bible. This, this ought to cause you to rejoice right here. He says, they go from strength to strength, every one of them in Zion appeareth before God. Mm. When we come on this line, we're appearing before God. When we praise God, when we when we sing praises to him, we are appearing before God, and we should come boldly like we did this morning. We ain't coming, man, with no woe mindset, no woe is me, God. No, we come in declaring the victory, you know, because we've been established in it. We're unmovable in it. We got to come boldly, present our bodies to him as a living sacrifice, holding up to unto God without spot or maker, giving him thanks, which is the fruit of our lips, entering his gates with thanksgiving, coming in his courts with praise. Because knowing that it was God who made us, we didn't create ourselves, he made us to be a praise to him. We learned that yesterday from Pastor Stephen's teaching in the book of Psalms, chapter 103. You know, all about praise. It's all about rejoicing. You know, all about blessing the Lord at all times. Let his praise continue to be in our mouth. We can't stop nothing going on around us, but we do have a certain way that we should act doing it as we're going through it. You know, then he goes on to say right here in the, uh, once we go from faith to faith, to strength to strength, then there's glory that will show up. Paul said in the book of Romans chapter 8, verse 18, I reckon that the sufferings of this present time is not worthy to be revealed compared to the glory that shall be revealed in us. So let's look at this. You know, he want to take us from glory to glory now. He says in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18, the King James Bible, he says, but we all with open faces beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory even as by the Spirit of the Lord. Amen. And so let's pray. Father God, we humbly come to you tonight, or today, this morning, in the awesome, amazing, incredible name of your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. You are the one we turn to for help in times of trouble, evil days, spiritual wickedness in high places, pandemics and epidemics, natural and man-made crises, governmental, economical hardship, educational uncertainties, religious systems, failures to meet spiritual needs, moments of sickness and disease, life and death situations, pain and suffering situations, dying of natural death and being murdered, pandemics and epidemics all over the place, pain and suffering, struggles and weaknesses, and times of need. We ask you to turn our weaknesses into strength for your name's sake, our present sufferings of this present time and into a passion, our light afflictions and our sorrows into joy and our pains into comfort for ourselves and others. May your servants trust in your goodness and mercy, 
hope and expectation in your faithfulness, even in the middle of all of our present sufferings and infirmities, that all of us be filled with patience and joy, your presence as we look to you, the author and finisher of our faith, and as we wait patiently for you, your healing touch, the balm of Gilead to be released, the virtues of Christ to flow through each and every one of us, and those that are out there right now struggling with sickness, disease, and infirmity, Please, Father God, in the name of Jesus, restore your saints and the chosen servants to full health. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this. We thank you for a touch from heaven this morning. We thank you this morning that you remove all of our fears and tears. We pray for that in the name of Jesus. We realize, God, that you did not give the spirit of fear to any of us, Lord, but you remove all of our doubt and unbelief from every one of our hearts by the power of your Holy Spirit, and may you, Lord God, El Shaddai, God Almighty, of blessings, be glorified through our lives. Lord, thank you this morning that your grace is sufficient for us even right now, and we have the glory in our affliction that your grace might appear upon us as you were with Moses, Paul, Elijah, and all of your prophets in days gone by. God, we thank you right now that we all live lives, and we help all of us, help all of us to walk by faith and not by sight pleasing you, aiming and striving to please you in righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost, that we might be accepted of you and approved of men. Father God, you remain our almighty God, our everlasting Father, our Prince of Peace, and you are our most merciful God. We remember when you we were before you to pray heartily, God, for all souls, all lives, even the poor and, 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 and the poor in spirit, Lord God, the needy, the neglected person, whom it would be easy for us to forget, for the homeless and the destitute, the old widows and the orphans, the young and the sick alike, and all who have who have none to care for them, help us to pray for them, Lord God, and help us to heal those who are broken in body and in spirit, and to pray, Lord God, to you, Father God, to turn their many sorrows into joy and rejoicing. Thank you, Father, for granting this. Thank you, Father for the love of your son, who for our own sake became poor, that we might that we might be made rich through him. In Jesus Christ's name, we thank you. And dear Lord Jesus, we pray for those who are sick today, suffering and physically challenged and uncomfortable in their situation and circumstances right now, the ones whose bodies are so fragile and for when they are physically attacked as their difficulties and fears arise, we pray for everyone, and we pray for anyone who are sick right now, ill and diseased right now, and are claiming their healing in Jesus Christ's name. We stand in agreement with them. Help husband and wives right now to come together, be more caring and supportive of each other, being more supportive right now than any other time, and their friends and family members, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. We pray, God, that you will block their enemies, block our enemies, block the enemies of your people, Father God, and do not allow the irritation of sickness and disease, pandemics, coronavirus, COVID-19, infirmities of any type, Lord God, cancer, to push people away from one another. Instead, draw them closer and draw them closer to you in Christ Jesus' name, who have already declared that we have the victory through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Thank you, Father, for giving us the victory. Thank you for giving us the victory. Thank you for giving us the victory. And we give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. For you have declared in your word in the book of Psalms, chapter 34, verse 19 through 20, as David wrote, 
Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivered him out of them all. He keepeth all of his bones. Not one of them is broken. And so, Father, we thank you this morning. We praise you this morning. As we read in the book of Psalms, David wrote again in the book of Psalms, chapter 16, verse 1 and 2. He says, Preserve me, O God, for in thee do I put my trust. O my soul, thou hast said unto the Lord, Thou art my Lord, my, my goodness extendeth not to thee. Amen. And so, Father, we thank you this morning, and we praise you this morning, Lord God, even in your word this morning. We declare it this morning. We declare the victory this morning over everything, God, that is going on right now, everything that is hindering your people, harassing your people, blocking your people, Lord God, from rejoicing in the Lord. Father, we pray this morning, according to the book of Psalms, chapter 23, verses 1 through 4, that the Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And yea, though I walk through the battle of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. But thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. And so, Father, we give you praise, we give you glory this morning, we thank you this morning. In the book of Jeremiah, chapter 4, 17, verse 14, we declare healing this morning, because the word says, Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved from, but thou art my praise. And, Father, we just give you the praise, glory, and honor this morning as we pray that people will take heed to the instructions that are in the book of James, chapter 5, verse 14 and 15 of the King James Bible. It says, Is any among you sick? Let them call for the elders of the church, and let them pray over them, anointing them with the oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise them up. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. And so, Father, we give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor this morning. We pray according to the book of Isaiah, chapter 41, verse 10. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee, yea, I will uphold thee with my right hand of my righteousness, says the Lord. And so, Father, we pray this morning that he is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrow and acquainted with grief. And we hid as were our faces from him, and he was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our grief and carried our sorrows, yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities, and the chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. So, Father, we give you the praise, we give you the glory, this honor this morning for hearing our prayer. We thank you for it this morning, we praise you for it this morning, in the awesome, incredible, amazing name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We thank you this morning that the joy of the Lord is our strength this morning. And we would rather glory in our afflictions, O oh God, that, our, that your grace may appear upon us. We give you praise, glory, and honor right now for all of these blessings, all of your benefits. We will not forget any of them. In Jesus' name, we thank you this morning. We declare the victory that you have given us through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So thanks be to God for giving us that victory. We declare it now over everybody on this line, everybody out there that's playing this, everybody out there that's listening to this, everybody that's hearing this. We pray this morning that the joy of the Lord will be their strength right now. Yes. And we pray, God, in the name of Jesus, that they will walk in the victory. Give them divine wisdom today to walk right now in discernment and discern everything, God, anything, God. Father, in the name of Jesus, that they may be able to make a well-informed decision because you said the well-informed are the ones who make wise choices. So we give you praise, glory, and honor right now. 
that the joy of the Lord be our strength. We thank you for the victory that you've given us through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And we seal it right now with amen and amen to the glory of God our Father. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, then.